to talk it out this is your girl gabby joy and kt yeah make sure you check us out on our social media pages facebook.com slash talk it out podcast instagram.com slash talk it out podcast our twitter is talk it out underscore pod if you want to email us you can email us at talk it out podcast at yahoo.com we are available on soundcloud obviously and itunes and Google Play and Stitcher and TuneIn and wherever you can find a podcast, we're there. So make sure you you uh, check us out on there. Listen to us, share us to all your family and friends if you like what we talked about. Oh, before we get into it, thank you everybody so much for the positive feedback we've gotten from um, the uh, "Ain't No Discount" episode last week. Um, it really blew <laughs> up and and. Uh, we really got some some positive and funny feedback. It seems like a lot of people could relate, and we're glad that y'all got some laughter out of our pain and getting played. So um, and suffering. <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't heard that episode, that's a really good one. Check that out. A lot of people said that was their favorite one of us so far. So that's really that's really nice. All right. So today we are going to talk about an issue i don't know if it's really i guess it's kind of a a hot topic hot button issue for some people um we're going to talk about black people meeting with donald trump and it do we see it as a good thing a bad thing do we think us as um we call ourselves progressive people and um leftist liberal people <laughs> if we think it's a good thing for for us to, to meet with president trump and i think we need to expand when you say black people like what do you mean no i didn't say i, I, just, I didn't mean black people i said black people at first but then just liberal progressive people as a whole people who identify okay. on the left side left wing side of politics you think it's it's a good thing for us to meet with um president trump and um yes this this conversation was sparked by um last week the HBCU presidents they all teamed up with Donald Trump to discuss um him making supposedly he said he was going to make an executive order about HBCUs and they had that big photo op with um all those black folks and um it got a lot of criticism so i want i want to hear what what y'all think i'll start with we can start with Joy. What do you think about black leaders first meeting with uh, President Trump? I mean, I think I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, if I have a problem and somebody's, especially the um, leaders of the HBCUs, and somebody's trying to take my funding, mm-hmm. am I not going to go and fight for it? I don't understand why people... Well, especially one in particular, Howard, they got so upset about his meeting them and the photo op he did. Yeah, okay, he did a photo op. But what happens behind closed doors is as important as what happens to the public. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So I don't understand where the problem came from. 
you're supposed to fight for what you want. And if he's going to take away my funding, I'm going to go and say, hey, this is my case. This is why I need it. This is why we need it. And, you know, I'm going to fight for what I want. Well, in, in defense of Donald Trump, which I, I never do, he, he actually didn't say he was going to take. He actually said he was going to give more money. And that's the reason they came over. That's the reason they went to the White House. Because right, he, they were invited. They were, they were invited because he said he has he had talked to some black leaders and they had said, you know, up under President Obama, the um, HBCUs kind of suffered a little bit and they were like this will make you a really great president in the eyes of the black folks if you do something for the HBCUs and of course he's like oh popularity so he's like okay well well, um, I'm going to see what I can do to help increase uh, the funding to HBCUs mm. yeah well, was there anything else you wanted to add to that um, I just know that 300,000 students go to HBCUs. And during and in 2014, the college population dropped to 8% in those black colleges. Yep. And that's in in 1976 it was 18%. So I mean, it, it did I mean, it did suffer a little, but I can't say that's purposely because of Barack Obama. But I mean, we I'm, got some numbers, but yeah. Yeah, but I can't I can't say that. I mean, I don't have those numbers. I can't uh-huh. say that it's because of Barack Obama. But what I can say is Donald Trump is in a bit of a, um, a scam. He's in a bit of a uh, hot water right now with people, uh, uh, him thinking that he's racist, that he doesn't care. Yeah. And if he's offering more money to to black colleges or historically black colleges. uh, I'm not out. I wouldn't turn it down if I was a dean of college. I wouldn't exactly. like him. I wouldn't like what he stand for, but I wouldn't turn it down. And the students who are getting upset about it, protesting, especially in Howard, they, um, the Howard president is called, his name is Dr. Frederick. And he has gotten the most disapproval. I've uh, Well, this is one of the stories that has stuck out to me because he's gotten disapprovals from every from, um, from a lot of students on his campus going so far as to say he's not black. Come back and support the black um, your black community. Um, yes. And I'm just I'm going here like you are you are a black student on campus. He is going to give you more money. Exactly. Where is the problem? Yeah. Yeah. And and maybe it's just that, you know, college students, if back in the day, like two years ago, I probably would have had the same stance. But you grow and you learn. And, and hopefully this can be a learning experience for a lot of them that they can see that as far as HBCUs are concerned, a lot of the money they're getting is coming from the government because HBCUs graduate more black students than anybody else. Now, if we are going to be real, us as black students, after we graduate, we have a whole bunch of student loan debt because we don't come to college with $10,000 in our pocket that's going to go towards our college education. A lot of us don't have money, so we have to take out loans. So if majority of your of your um, student base is getting government loans, they don't have money. So they have to get a lot of money from the government. So that's just the way that it is. Now, unless some these people that are protesting know some rich multi-billionaire who's going to give <laughs> these people millions of dollars for their endowments, that's just the way it is for now. 
Oh man, there's so much there. Um, so I think I want to give you guys some some numbers. So under Obama, HBCU received four billion over seven year time frame. Uh, what Trump said that he's supposedly going to do is he's calling for twenty five billion dollars to make infrastructure improvements, provide job opportunities for students, work with secondary schools to create a college pipeline, and increase access and opportunity for federal grants and contracts. But my thing is, is like the only thing Trump has done, like for this so far, is sign an executive order to put HBCUs with the White House instead of in the Department of Education. Like he hasn't guaranteed that money. He hasn't gave any money and they don't know if and when that money is even gonna come out and and help these colleges. So I think we're kind of jumping the gun at this point. Like Trump is, is doing this, like he's just signing an executive order that says, here we go, we're putting, you know, HBCUs into the White House so that it's closer to what we can do. And, and I think that's good because, you know, there's less layers yeah. that they have to go through if they were in the, the Department of Education. Yeah. Um but at the same time, I still think we're we're definitely jumping the gun because we don't really know what's going to happen. I mean, well, we have Betsy DeVos as. <laughs> well, that's what I was saying. It's I mean, actually on, good you know? that it's not under the, the Department of Education because then it'll be up under Betsy DeVos. Right. So, yeah, I, I think so it's probably, good. But at the good. same time, there there's some things that are going on that I don't really feel are OK. I mean, nobody's saying uh, Donald Trump's about to be the champion for black colleges, but it, it is interesting because here's here's the thing with me like you could be racist you can be a terrible person but if you're gonna give me money i can use that money no matter what you did to get it or no matter where it came from i can use that money to do stuff that i know is good so yes but he hasn't given the but money no, i'm just saying hypothetically i'm i'm talking right, to the people the naysayers hasn't. Happen. I know because he just he just did it the other day, and the, the man we're not talking about a whole eight eight year span like President Obama had. This is just the it's been like three months, but I'm saying as far as the naysayers who are saying we should not be trying, we should not be over here. They call it shucking and jiving. I, I didn't see anybody shucking and jiving, but you know, getting photo ops with the president. <laughs> In order to, you know, give what you want. But I'm saying it it doesn't matter. If you if you got you gotta play the game, you gotta play. They had to appeal to Donald Trump wanting to be popular in order to even get him to even think about helping the HBCUs. And we had they had to appeal to him wanting to be better than President Obama to have him even even get to the point where he's like, I'm gonna sign an executive order. So you do right. what you gotta do, you get the money if we get the money. We get the money and we do what we do with it. So I don't think. So it, what? Go ahead. I do. I have a question for you guys. And I because I, I was looking up stuff uh, for the episode. Mm -hmm. And so Betsy DeVos said that HBCUs were an example of, quote unquote, quote, school choice. As <laughs> in <laughs> black people had a choice to go to these white schools, but decided to create their own instead. What do you say to Betsy DeVos uh, and all the other white folks that keep saying HBCUs were created for this reasoning? And we can start with, with Joy. You want to know what I say? I mm -hmm. say <laughs> to Betsy <Ew>. DeVos. Okay? <laughs> like, just 
what in the world is she talking about? She acts like people who say that kill me because they act like HBCUs were not created because black people specifically were not allowed in white specifically schools. Yeah. Right. They act like free choice, free market, blah, blah. That's that's that that proves right there that Betsy DeVoe should not be president of (laughs) should not be the secretary of education, because, first of all, it just screams her private education. Mm hmm. It screams it because if you grew if you grew up in a public school, you might not have had much history, but you would have had some history of African American of the African American kind. Mm-hmm. And you would know about segregation laws. I mean, she is um I know she's a part of the Republican Party and everything, but come on. And I know she grew up in Michigan, but that really proves to me that she knows nothing about education. Why is she the secretary of education? That's what I have to say to her. It's a free market. It's a free choice. Well, give me a free choice to choose my secretary of education and it would not be you. You can go where the other, um, what it, you can go to one of the many other countries. I'm sure need a an education system. So what do you what do you think, Gabby? What do you think about uh, people who say that and and Betsy DeVos's uh, comment about schools being free choice, basically? I just shake my head because that's the lady that's supposed to be over the Department of Education. Don't know one <laughs> thing about no education. Don't know one thing about how HBCUs are formed. And it just I don't know. It's just oof. Just make my head hurt because, you know, we got to deal with these folks for at least four years. And it's like I I just really feel sad for our children and, and stuff that's going to have to grow up in these public schools. And I feel sad for myself who's going to have to work in these public schools and <laughs> have to deal with this mess that this lady's going to do. But, yeah, it's, it was just very uninformed. And it was like she was like, OK, uh, HBCU, HBCU, uh, how can I tie this to my agenda? School choice. <laughs> They chose to make these schools. No, actually, they were forced. Some of them probably chose. Some of them were like, well, you know, we can create our own. But a lot of them folks had no other choice. Even if they wanted to choose to go to the white school, they couldn't go. So it was just it was just crazy. But yeah. Yeah. So I I do have a few more questions for you guys regarding this, because I I looked up a lot about it because I was really interested. Um, But. So I kind of want to go back to the money thing. Mm -hmm. Apparently, I read that even after they had this, like the very next day after, there were more college um, presidents that went to Capitol Hill to lobby for even more funding. So Mm -hmm. Trump says that he's going to give twenty five billion to help all of these all of these facilities out. How do you feel about uh, the people who are going, even though Trump says 25 billion, quote unquote, uh, that are still going and trying to lobby for even more funding than the 25 billion? Are these HBCU people? Yes, they are. I say lobby, 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 get as much money as you can because we know that 25 billion probably going to turn to 
$250 million. So you just got you just keep lobbying, keep lobbying. I, I ain't got no problem with it. And here's the thing. I don't either. Yeah, go ahead, Joy. Did you uh, have something to say? I have, no pro- I, I have no problem with it because when you're negotiating with people, what they offer is is what is the bare minimum they can give. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. if I'm negotiating with somebody and I'm these and I am a president of one of these schools, I'm going to go for the top and then have them tell me the bottom and then meet them somewhere in the middle. It's a part of negotiation. And for people who don't understand that, have no concept of business. I mean, Bessie DeVoe understands she's a businesswoman. She's not an a, a educator, yeah. but she's a businesswoman. Uh, so one more <laughs> question here. Um, so under Obama, HBCU, like I said, received $4 billion over a seven-year time frame. And a lot of people were saying uh, that they felt that Bush actually treated black colleges better than Obama did. And that they felt that Obama did not, or Obama administration, didn't take HBCUs seriously because it took him 13 months to create an executive order or initiate something. So uh, how do you feel, do do you feel, do you guys feel like it took him so long because he is black and he wanted to play into like, how do I, how do I how do I do something with these white people so that they don't hate me or something like that? Does that make sense? Or not even how do I do something for these white people? Just how do I distance myself so I'm not just thought of as a, yeah, a black president? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that, prob- that is, I think that's true. And we can we, we can go into a, a a deeper debate after I let Joy say her little deal because I get a lot to say. I'm Okay, here's all I have to say. I'm sure President Obama is not the first president to not give the HBCUs as much money as they deserved. Now, for you to go as far as to say that Bush did, okay, I don't have those facts. Let's just say it's true. Okay, Barack Obama didn't give as much money as people thought to HBCUs. Now, if he gave too much, then he they would call him... Um, being biased, oh, he's in favor. But he, it, Obama knew what he was doing. Okay, President Obama knew what he was doing because if he if he didn't give too much, then he's not he's not black enough. If he gave too much, he's too black. He he gave where he could give as much as he was allowed mm. to give by the Republican Senate. Mm. Because this, because this yeah. is what, because this is what we're going to talk about a little bit because some of the things that Donald Trump is was proposing. Hold on, let me find it. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Not just like doing. He he was he's uh, suggesting doing things that don't even require like the Congress, like a budget. Like he said, he was trying to get a five percent of research contracts to go to HBCUs. So, you know, when, like, these colleges, they do these big research study-type deals, and they get a Mm -hmm. lot of federal funding from that. He was trying to get more of them to HBCUs, and that would bring money to the HBCUs. That would bring publicity. That would bring recognition. They might bring help students come in. There's there's stuff you can do if if it's about the budget. You know what I'm saying? And I think if we are to talk about... uh, the former president, President Barack Obama. I do think he, I do think he tried too hard to not be associated as 
the black president. So yeah. I think sometimes he overcompensated not doing stuff necessarily for black folks. Like he didn't want to be seen as for some reason he didn't want to be seen as uh well he's always doing stuff for black people, but he he could he could have that same he could have that same fervor that we thought he should have for black people or for other groups of people. Like he would he would be doing stuff and passing laws and and stuff for other groups of people, but when it came to black people, it was kind of just like, well, you know, here you go, like this. I'll come and speak at your at your commencement speech, and I'll tell you to pull yourself by your own bootstraps, and I'll tell you to stop making excuses, and you don't need to be a rapper and stuff. But as as far as me like trying to really um, research and and try to pass things that will really help you in your community achieve and stuff like that. I, I didn't I didn't see it. If somebody has some 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 information on it, you can let me know. I know we had that mentor mentorship um deal, but as far as it's him doing something like what Donald Trump proposed, not even this, the the trillion dollar infrastructure thing he's trying to do, whatever that is, even though it might be a big a big hoax. I've, I never saw him as a president say, I'm finna put this amount of money into the black community because I know everything they got to deal with. I'm going to put this amount of money into these communities to make sure that black people have a fair shot. He never said that. Maybe he did something secretive. If he did, hit us up in our email so we can know. But so, uh, that's just Gabby. something that, that I saw. I hate to, I have to go against you on this. Did you or not against you? But I have a question because I sent okay. you a a fact sheet. Did you read over? Yes, that fact I did sheet? read that fact sheet. Okay. Yes, Where's my fact sheet? So, uh, if you explain it, kind of what it said, and then tell me what okay. you what you took from it. Well, that stuff was mainly about education. And it talked about what he did for the HBCUs. It talked about what he did as far as the Pell Grant. But uh-huh. from what I was reading, the that thing with the Pell Grant, like now it now you had to have a certain credit rating, a certain credit rating to be uh, approved for the Pell Grant. Or was that the Parent Plus what? Loan? Let no, me see. I, wrote it down. I don't think so. Maybe it was the Parent Plus Loan. Uh-huh. But it said, but. Uh, according to my research, like the lady on Magic School Bus, the the Pell Grant <laughs> changes actually hurt enrollment for for Black folks. I bet it did. Wow! After two thousand and I think crazy. it happened in two thousand and twelve, and then it 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 hurt and a lot of This was under who? Enrollment. It was in two thousand twelve. Obama. That was, that was Obama. So, uh. I don't. I don't know. What what point are you trying to make, Katie? Are you saying that that he actually did a lot of things for black people specifically, or for people, and then it kind of covered black people as well? No. So I'm gonna be honest. I skimmed through what I what I even sent to you. Um, I was just. Yeah, I mean, I did. Now let me. I was looking at. Um, I was looking at numbers like, like what's more. Black and Hispanic students earned more than 270,000 more undergraduate degrees in 2013 to 2014 than in 2008 through 2009. Okay. This administration remains focused on continuing to increase the numbers, blah, blah, blah. 
Then it also said something about uh, HBCUs received 17 million funding increase this year, which is more than what Bush did. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's the largest increase for federally uh, strengthening HBCUs programs in six years. Okay. And President Obama's budget seeks to maintain and strengthen these. Also, President Obama did the thing for low-income families, where even after you get out of high school or after you get out of college, uh, then you can still qualify for certain grants and things like that. So that's kind of what I was reading on. I just kind of skimmed through it, but if you say it was terrible, then I agree. No, I've read that too, and that's what I'm. That's what I'm seeing. It's it's not terrible. I mean, there were some things that weren't too great. But as far as I know, he made it possible for poor, poorer students to graduate faster right. and to have more money once they come out of college by receiving more grants. I'm looking. What She's grant, in a different tax what bracket grants, than us. What <laughs> grants and what, 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 what are we talking about? What type of, are these student loans or are these scholarships and grants that don't have to be paid off? Okay, so there was the second the, chance pill, uh, which is a $30 million pilot to support college access for incarcerated students. Okay, which, that's good. Let's be honest, like there are more black people that are incarcerated. Exactly. Okay, that's good. So also they did the dual enrollment experiment, which is, uh, let's see here, which is promising approach to improve academic outcomes for students, particularly those in the low income backgrounds, which is what I was talking about. Okay. Um, Then there's also fulfilling the promise, serving the need. Oh, uh, let's see here. I did see that American College Promise. That's what we're doing yeah. now, like the where you can go to college for two years. It's, it's it's a shame because now that we have a criminal as our president, he's following the plans that the that that the former president Barack Obama had in place, and he's getting all the credit for it. Well, I'm asking, but yeah, okay. If if it's something like that, that's true. But do you think he has to do those things? Like, if he wanted to, he could be like, HBCUs, what in the world is an HBCU? I ain't got to do this cut off. That's what he said Pell at the Grants. beginning. I don't have to do nothing with the Pell Grants out. Like, he, he could or he could be from the frame point of mind of, I don't care about this. It has nothing to do with me. So... This is an excerpt. Uh, this dude's name is Walter M. Kimbrough. He's the seventh president of Dillard University. Uh, he said they were supposed to go do something so that they could all talk about what they wanted to do with the HBCUs. And then this is the little piece that he said. He said that all blew up when the decision was made to take the presidents to the Oval Office to see the president. I'm still processing that entire experience, but needless to say that through the day off and there was little listening to HBCU presidents today, we were only given about two minutes each and that was even cut to one minute. So Mm. only about seven of maybe 15 15 or so of the speakers were given an opportunity today to speak exactly about what they wanted to talk about. So I think that's important too. Like we're seeing all these pictures and we're seeing all these things on the, that the, that the media is showing us, but in reality, they only got to speak with the president for like a minute a piece and only seven of them of the 15. So, so what do you think about people that say, that say, well, that's, that shows you, you shouldn't have come over there. You shouldn't have uh, met with him in the first place. You mean like Gabby? I didn't say he should. I didn't say he shouldn't have met with them. I said they should. I'm, I'm saying, kidding. what do you what what do you say? Because people look at the article and like, ah, that's what you get. 
Well, I say it, it, n- nothing hurts a, tri- a, a, a try but a fail. You know what I mean? That's true. It, it doesn't matter whether or not the whole purpose, the purpose is about intention sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm, sometimes intentions just don't matter. But in this case, I think they do. I think the, the presidents of the HBCUs went to fight for what they believe in, to get this money and to make their students' lives better. Mm-hmm. But what they got was showboat, a bunch of showboating and shucking and jiving. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, well dang, <laughs> what's the point? She used that word. She used the wording that Gabby said she doesn't, she doesn't like when people use it. Well, I used it because she used it. Shucking and, and like jiving. <laughs> I like the word. Shucking and jiving. Shucking and jiving. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Gabby. I just wanted to bring that back. You can you can go back yeah, to your question. Yeah, because I was interrupted. Um, what do you what do y'all think about Kanye West and Steve Harvey and Ray Lewis and Ooh. um people like and Martin Luther King the Third? What what do you think about Mm-mm. them going to meet the president? What do y'all feel? Let what do you, me your speak feelings first, towards that? please. Okay, go ahead. Okay. I don't know about anybody else. You know, Kanye West, I mean, he's a wild card. He's going to do what he wants. I mean, I think it's just expected of him. And and, and above all else, Kanye has proven that he's just a businessman. Mm-hmm. You know, him and Kim, say what you will, say what you want about them. They have empires because of their business critiques, not solely based on his talent, because I think a lot of Kanye West's talent, you know, uh, He's, he was pretty good, you know, then he just, I ain't gonna get into that. Anyway, <laughs> but um, for somebody like t- um, Kanye West, who's talented, smart, um, I think he's mostly just a businessman. Okay. And he knows what, he, and he knows that, hey, Kanye, uh, President Trump right now, and it's said that they've been quote unquote friends for a while. Martin Luther King the third, same thing, you know, I have he and he just trying to be in the spotlight again. He's just trying to keep his name relevant, I guess, because everybody's talking about his dad and not him. But <laughs> Steve Harvey. Don't eat let me think like a man. Oh my gosh. Be a woman. I just, I, just, I just had a black moment. Did y'all hear that? Yeah, we heard it. <laughs> ah, LOL. Okay, so Steve Harvey, let me start by saying, first of all, if you've ever heard him speak about President Trump, he doesn't say nice things. You know, he says he's stupid. He can't believe what, you know, what happened. This is just me paraphrasing, Uh you know. Then he meets with, you know, he says all the things that are obvious to all the other Americans in the world, you know. And then he goes to meet with President Trump. He comes back on his show. Girl, his whole tune changed. <laughs> he's not. He, well, maybe he's a good. He might be a good guy, you know. Blah blah blah. He just rocked my world, and this is just completely hearsay. Um, by the way, podcast viewers, this is hearsay. So I might it might count as spreading rumors, but I couldn't bear to hear it myself because I love. Steve Harvey. When, okay. when, I, when I say I love Steve Harvey, I just love what he represents. You know mm. what I mean? Like he's a comedian 
who who came from struggle, who built himself up, who's really doing well for himself now. And, you know, he married a girl from Memphis. My mom used to go to school with her. She, he, he's, mm. th- to me, to me, okay. I like what he represents. Like, hey, we can do this. And he's always trying to help people out on his show. Or if he's not on his show, you know, he's just, he seems to me like cool down to earth people. And then he went on. And he changed his tune, honey. Mm-hmm. Somebody sent me the video. And I was like, I'm not going to listen to this. I'm not going to read this. Because I don't want my image of Steve Harvey to be, like, degraded. Yeah. But I just, you know, couldn't help myself. And I'm just like, do a dang. What mm-hmm. happened to, you know, he's so-and-so, President Trump is, uh, he's a fool, he's a racist, but all, this, all those type things. Now, it's. Yeah, well, maybe he's not so bad. Because Trump probably promised him something. Yeah. And then, huh? and then you have to figure out whether or not... It, 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 I don't know. The... the, 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 the I, like I say, I can't even comment too much because it just leaves me speechless. It just leaves me bumbling and fumbling over my words. Mm. What do you think, KT? All I got to say about it is trash, like just <laughs> trash. Do better for yourself. If you're, here's my thing. And I feel like we're kind of contradicting ourselves because we say, oh, it's okay if they do it because they're going to get money out of it. But you know what? If you're a celebrity, I don't want you to do it. Uh, <laughs> but I, 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 think, I think at the same time, like if you're getting something out of it, then do you. Do you? If you're getting money, then yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Keep doing what you got to do to get that money. I think I wouldn't have a problem with it if he had gotten somebody like a Jesse Williams, who is a celebrity but very knowledgeable on a lot some some black issues, or right, a Michael yeah. Eric Dyson or Cornell West or or somebody like that. Some people that actually like re- learn read books on this stuff, like Kanye West, <laughs> really. Kanye West, the the epitome of sellout. That man is the one you're trying to bring to talk to talk about some black issues when he don't even like he don't even he was like talking really about black it. issues again, guys. Yes, that's the reason he brought. That's the reason he brought Donald. That's the reason Donald Trump brought Steve. Harvey. It was on uh, it was in Black History Month at the beginning of February. That's why he brought Steve Harvey, um, Kanye West, and Martin Luther King. That's why he brought oh, all of those. Okay, well, forget what I said. I've been misinformed. I did not know about that. Yeah. So, I'm like, Kanye West, really? And Steve Harvey, maybe. I mean, he helps people and stuff like that. But if you're really trying to get something done, like this $1 trillion infrastructure, you need people that... You need black economists. You need black political analysts. You need black people that are actually, like, in the inner cities right now that can tell you for sure what what's what's happening in their communities and what problems they need yep. right then. Like, that's just that's telling real. me that you, as a celebrity, first of all, you're a celebrity. You're not a, not, you're not a president. You're a celebrity. So you, all you know is, oh, black issues. Let me get somebody black. Let me get, who is the uh, a famous black person right now? Oh, Kanye West is pretty popular, Or somebody that he's friends with. Yeah, and, and Steve Harvey, he's everywhere. Oh, Steve Harvey. Martin Luther King has a son. Let me get Martin Luther King's son. Like, 
<laughs> like, when have you ever seen Martin Luther King III anywhere? Except for, if it, I think that's the guy that they, they, they put on Fox News to, to, uh, to say something bad against Black Lives Matter and say Martin, this is not Martin Luther King's dream. <laughs> like those, those are the same people that that they get on there, and and so they might as well have gotten uh, what's her name? Oh, Stacey, da- Stacey Dash, Stacey got fired, Dash. y'all. She fired from Fox News, so she needs she needs a, a gig. But yeah, no. she's writing a book now. Mm-mm-mm. That's just that that that's what got me. That's what made me like. Mm, I don't know about this. It wasn't necessarily that people were meeting with Donald Trump, but it was just kind of offensive to me that we're talking about like serious stuff that we're dealing with. Hundreds of years of oppression we trying to counteract. Our 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 families and stuff. We're poor. We have no wealth. Our schools are failing. And and your answer to that is, well, let me meet up with some some singers and some comedians, and maybe we can can get something done for y'all. Right. Like, no, that's that's not how you do it. So that's why me seeing him meet with the HBCU people were like, okay, maybe he's maybe getting a clue that you can't just get any old willy-nilly and try to talk clue. to him. You know, so, but if if he doesn't do anything with this, then we'll know for sure. But I do want to give him a chance with this HBCU thing. If nothing happens, then I can say we tried. At least we can say we tried. I think that's better than having the stance that a lot of these old guard liberal politicians are having where they're just being stubborn and they're not going to do anything with them. Because if folks is giving out money, I want to go where the money at. They can sit there and be stagnant oh. while the money is flowing. But I'm going oh, to where the money is. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that was offensive to me. Okay, uh-huh. so this is my question to you guys. Let's say you have a meeting with Donald Trump tomorrow. <laughs> and let's say no, you have you have 30 minutes, because you know he ain't going to let you talk for long. He got to watch his Fox News. He got to play golf. You have 30 <laughs> minutes to give him um, an outline on some issues that you think he should... Um, you know he should he should look at and and some things he can do as a president to help to help help our community like what are some things you would tell Donald Trump if you could sit with him now and he says i want to meet with you joy and kt um what are some would things you would him, talk to him about i would tell him that racism exists okay that his words of fear don't do anything but hurt and scare America into being racist, into mm-hmm. acting like skin, into acting based on their fears. Mm-hmm. If 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 a Muslim woman cannot walk down the street with her hijab on, or and, and not be criticized or called a terrorist, mm-hmm. you're not doing your job and keeping not us safe physically but mentally yeah yeah i know you that you have not had discrimination or been seg- or uh or had to be segregated in your life and you don't know anything about that but if you would try to feel some empathy for the people who have and maybe even a little sympathy feel bad you know what i mean yeah and, te- and then take that and turn it into something good, then maybe you wouldn't have riots all over the place. That's what I would tell him to start off. There would be 
my introduction. If all I could say was 30 minutes worth of things, like it, my my structure and my wording would have to be so on point where I could get my point across. I would have to have <laughs> Gabby proofread it. I would have to have Gabby's mom proofread it. I would have to have like the greatest teacher of all time proofread it so that I can make sure I got everything I wanted. Y'all see that shade podcast world? She Ooh, did not yeah, say joy. She didn't say joy. Oh, dang. Daddy. No, I forgot about Joy. I'm sorry. Daddy. Joy, I forgot that you sure. have a communication degree. So, yes, Joy, I would have you proofread it too. Yes. But <laughs> that being said, <laughs> I, I just, I, I don't know. Like, I would have to go from racism to sexism to LGBT issues to, like, I would just have to go through this, this crazy long paragraph thing that he would have no time to talk at all before everything like before it was over like I would give him two seconds to talk and I would talk like the rest of the time what about you Gabby um well for me I would appeal to Donald Trump's business side because like I said money talks and money speaks so if I was to come to him about some black issues I would frame it as something that would be a benefit to the country and to him personally so I can be like, in these communities, our schools are underfunded. People have no, they have no outlet. They have no, they have no access to education. They have no access to trades or whatever. And I could be like, all of these, all this untapped potential, we need to invest in these communities, invest in uh, people in these communities going into STEM, STEM and, um, computer uh innovation and engineering and stuff and saying how much this will positively affect the economy and so be like would you rather have things stay the way they are you know we are the lowest in the the developed world as it comes to like math and sciences and stuff we have very little innovation or do you want us to be the 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 best country ever in order for us to be the in order for us to be the best country ever, we have to invest in our the lowest of our people. So if we have people that are in poverty and in a cycle of poverty, we never know what those people could be doing if we gave them a chance. So I just be like talking like that and saying, you know, if we were to invest in these people, we could uh, graduate this amount of people, and this could affect our economy X, Y, and Z this way and that way. And, you know, just showing, giving him a case for um, helping to invest in our communities again or for the first time. So that, that's that's what I would do. I would just pretty much say we need to do this because, for the first time. because I think, yeah, because people or the government or people in general, just they just see the black community as just like a charity project. That is like always in need, and oh, we always giving the welfare to the blacks and stuff like that. Which we will do an episode later on how I think every black person should be allowed to be on welfare for the rest of their lives because they owe us for reparations. But really, really, I just want forty acres. But they they ain't gonna give you know they ain't gonna give us no land. They'll give us some money before they give us some land. But um, but. Yeah, because I like I said, I think they see us more of a charity case. But if they could, if they could see us more as an investment, 
that could has a return on investment, then more people that's will jump on board because people want to know I, what you can do for them. Yes, it is. This, no, that's why not. you. That's, I, I'll explain when we have that episode. I'll explain why that won't happen. I'm not talking about the welfare. I'm talking about just them investing into our communities. That that, that will not happen, and I will explain during that episode. Dun, dun, dun. To be continued. <laughs> to be continued. All right, so I guess that is pretty much it for this episode. KT, did you have anything else you wanted to add? I just want to add that Trump is trash. The end. Hashtag Trump all. is trash, but give me that cash. Trump is trash, but give me that cash. Trump is trash, oh, but give me that cash. That's hey, a good hey. If you were, if you're listening to this episode and you got this far in the episode, then please hashtag us. Trump is trash, but get that cash. That's a long hashtag, but let's make it roll. Trump is trash, but give me that cash. Trump is trash, but give me that cash. But give me that cash. Leg up. <laughs> Um, yes, before we end this episode, oh, KT, KT has got this thing she wants to, to do. Because a lot of people always want to at us in our mentions and try to come for us and all this crazy <laughs> stuff. So I, I would just like to say that if you guys got something to say, then please hit us up on talk it out underscore pod on Twitter, or you can email us at talkitoutpodcast at yahoo.com. And uh, we want to start a debate show with you guys once a month. And uh, basically what will happen is, is that you'll come on our show. You'll have an allotted amount of time to speak, tell us about ourselves and, and just basically come for us. And then uh, we'll be able to, to come back and we'll, at the end of the show, we'll decide who the winner was. So. Dun, dun, if you want to be on dun, podcast, then, then let us know. And yeah, you know us. It can be something deep, but it can be something trivial. But it, no matter what it is, we will win the debate. So I mean, this is coming with the debate. We, we can argue win. about presidency. We can argue about relationships. We can argue uh, what uh, brand of Cheetos is the best. Yes. Um. So yeah. That's very exciting. We got some good things coming up. KT got another. We told y'all about the the logo she did for D Murph, but she also just did um a new logo for Q from the Critical Dog. The Dom Critical Dog. We over here in these streets. Yeah. We out here. We out here. Wait till I get my little music stuff back up. I'm finna. We finna. We finna take over everything. We finna be everywhere. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna be like DJ Khaled. We're going to be in Negative. everybody's stuff. <laughs> but yeah. Stupid <laughs> um, DJ <Khaled>. um, <laughs> uh, Shout him out, KT, real quick. Black girls that say awesome. Can you talk? Um, Between us girls. I'm, I'm yes. supposed to be doing a logo for them soon. Woo! All right. All Stakes No Sizzle. Oh, let me say this real quick. All Stakes No Sizzle did an episode... And uh, before they did the episode, they consulted us on some topics. Uh, the episode is called Phenom- Phenomenal Women. And, um, yeah, it was kind of based off of what we talk about. So that was nice. Shout out to All Stakes No Sizzle. Shout out to Real and Real. Um, um, let's do uh, Danny and Cleo. Um, Flaw 700. The podcast queens are back. The podcast queens are back. Yes! Oh, Derek! How could we forget Derek and Baby Huey? Ah! Bays. The Bays. Negative. The Man Podcast. 
Just Say Words podcast, the Right Man Child podcast. And Derek has a new podcast with his uh friend. I forgot what it's called, but yeah, look at his Twitter and you'll find what that is. Um, on the bus podcast, hashtag black pack, blackout podcast. The blackout podcast, yep. JTS podcast. Brand um, X podcast. Penrose versus anybody. Young, black, and opinionated podcast. Let me see. Let me see the John effect. I don't know if you said that. You said TOS, The Cure, Midnight Convo, Aquamini Jams. Everybody, thank you for listening to our podcast because without you, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. And, um, yeah, it, it just, I, we really like, um, the com- communicating with you guys. We have a really good time, like, even on Twitter and stuff. If y'all, if y'all don't know, uh, hit us up at our, on our Twitter at talkitout underscore pot. We have really, really good com- conversations there. Our Instagram. Hit us up there, Instagram.com says Talk It Out Podcast. Uh, we like to debate. We like to have fun. We like to laugh. So uh, if you want an extension of the shows, just hit us up on those social media pages, and uh, we have a good time. This is your girl, Gabby. Joy. And KT. And this has been a Talk It Out. Talk It Out. Yeah. <laughs> Bye.